Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Today on Getting Real with the Housewives, Shannon Storms Bedore is dealing with heartbreak again. And Kenya Moore teases the upcoming season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. We had one week into production and there were arguments and explosions going off. I'm like, hey, am I back in special forces right now? Why Diana Jenkins is stepping away from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Plus, Andy Cohen reacts to Jen Shaw's sentence and Lisa Renna's exit. We've got that plus so much more on today's Getting Real with the Housewives. Hey guys, Christina Garibaldi here with Us Weekly executive producer Mandy camp and welcome to getting real with the housewives and the housewives news is gets bigger and bigger each and every week yeah it really has i feel like we had a lull for a little while and then it was like jen shaw lisa rinna now diana so we got a lot to get to a lot to get to, but before we do, we have to see what you guys had to say about last week's show. Will said Teresa is one of the pioneers of the New Jersey franchise, but she is not the founder of the Housewives universe. Vicki Gunvalson, Bethany Frankel, and Nene Leakes came before she did. That is true. Very, very, very true. true. Very true. <laughs> um, Tony Brooks said Heather got drunk and slipped and hit her eye on the bathroom sink. I have heard this theory. Uh, Jen did not hit her watch up up and Adam podcast because he did a story on it. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't have sources that say that yet, but maybe that happened. Because maybe. If I spent my entire season talking about Heather's Black Eye and it's from the bathroom sink, though, I'm going to be pretty PO'd. I'm going to be pretty PO'd, but we are um, talking to Heather within the next few weeks about her yeah. book. So maybe we'll get some answers about that. All right. Yeah. Let's move on to um, the big housewives news of the week, kicking off with Shannon Storms Bedore because she is flying solo in 2023 and she's not very happy about it. The um, Orange County star revealed that her boyfriend, John Jansen, ended their relationship after wrapping up season 17 of the show. She told People Magazine, all I can do is repeat in my head what he said to me while we were filming. We were in a great place, but seven days later when the cameras were down, it was a completely different story. She added that she was totally blindsided by her boyfriend of nearly four years after he pulled the plug. He told, she said, he told me he was done with the relationship and to hear what he said to me then was absolutely devastating. She added that she's never loved anyone more in her life, saying, I was hopeful this was the man I was going to spend the rest of my life with. I wanted it to work out. I've never loved anyone like I've loved John, but clearly he didn't feel the same way. And she said that well, he said for his part that it doesn't make sense to be together if you don't believe it. Um, he explained, I've been in pain over it. It's sad because I love Shannon very much. I have 
love her more than any woman in my life. She's one of a kind, so funny and generous and full of life and adventurous. We have a connection that's unlike anything I've ever had. And I know that for as long as I live, I'll never meet anyone like her again. But that doesn't mean we're right for each other for the rest of our lives. Um, he, This was actually, I did appreciate that he decided to end things when cameras stopped rolling because he mm-hmm. felt it was going to be more humiliating for um, Shannon. He added that the last thing he wanted to do is hurt Shannon, but he believes he did the right thing for both of them. Yeah. He said that he thinks the world of Shannon and he just wants the best for her. And, you know, she added that it was really, really difficult to spend the holidays apart from him after he um, broke up with her in late November, uh, saying that she was hopeful that she could find a way to move forward. But she is ready for a fresh start. And they've been together since 2019. And, um, you know, after, of course, she had a really tumultuous relationship with her ex-husband, David Bedore, who admitted cheating on her in the past. I feel bad for Shannon. She like really, really loved him. And I think that, like she said, she saw a future with him forever. But I do appreciate that he did not do this on camera to her because it could have been really humiliating. I do too. I don't think he's that bad of a person if he Mm -hmm. at least made that decision. And it feels very much like Vicky Gunvalson 2.0 to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know why. I feel like they just have that same bad luck with guys. I don't know. I really do. Yeah. Hopefully we don't find out that he's been like living in her home in Mexico and, you know, you know, gets engaged to somebody else like three months later. He doesn't really seem as bad yeah. as, um, as uh, Vicky's yeah. ex, but yeah. you know, you, you, you do feel bad. She's invested a lot of time into this relationship. Mm-hmm. They fell for each other pretty quickly. She thought that then maybe they would get married and, you know, he just didn't see, didn't see this going into the future. So I feel bad for her. I am curious though why, I mean, why even tell people that he broke up with her? Why not just say it ended? Right. Yeah. Like, it wasn't on true. camera. So why, if I were her, I would just be like, oh, things just ended, you know, mm-hmm. it's no one's business if it happens off camera. That's totally true. Yeah, definitely. True. It'll, I, I do. It's going to be hard for her. I'm sure watching back this season though, and, yeah. you know, seeing their yeah. relationship, yeah. Um, you know, but yeah. On to the next one, Shannon. On to the next one. All right. Well, moving over to Beverly Hills, another one bites the dust. Uh, Diana Jenkins announced that she is exiting the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills just days after co-star Lisa Rinna revealed she is also leaving the Bravo series. So in a statement on Instagram, she said, hi, everybody. As so many of you know, Asher and I are expecting our second child later this year. You also know that due to many factors, this pregnancy is considered high risk and I am on doctor advised bed rest. To that end, I am not able to, to devote myself fully to filming the next season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I would like to thank Bravo and Evolution for allowing me to focus on my pregnancy and for their support and understanding. I promise to continue sharing my fertility journey with you. Jenkins met Monroe, who's only 34, while attending a Victoria's Secret fashion show in 2010. It's together a while, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after a decade of dating, the couple welcomed their first child together, daughter, Eliana in 2020. Um, and she also shares a 22 year old, um, son and a 19 year old daughter with her, her ex-husband, Roger Jenkins. So, yeah, I mean, what do you think about her, her choice to step away? Bye Diana. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, she wasn't really a 
fan favorite at yeah. all. Yeah. You know, I think it was promising in the beginning and then it quickly turned uh, sour. Yeah. I, she didn't really make many friends on the show. Things were really uncomfortable with Sutton. She made some crass comments here and there. She just wasn't a good fit. And, really you know, wasn't. she was definitely dealing with a lot of stuff in her personal life. You know, she had just suffered a really heartbreaking miscarriage. And then just a few months later, she started filming the show. So maybe it just wasn't the right time for her either. Um, so hopefully now she can just focus on her pregnancy and, you know, kind of, you know, step back in the spotlight a little yeah. bit. I'm curious, like, I wouldn't hate to see her wedding to Asher when they oh, get yeah. married. No. Like, I cannot imagine, like, will Elton John be playing? Mm -hmm. you know, I would maybe like a special wedding <laughs> right. for Diana Asher once mm -hmm. they want a baby. That would be, I would be into that. I would tune in for that as well. Definitely. All right. Well, something I will definitely be tuning into is the upcoming season of Real Housewives Ultimate Girl Trip because they announced the cast for season four, even though season three has yet to air yet, right. but we are ready. Um, the network revealed on January 9th that the reality series, which airs on Peacock, will take place in Morocco and get ready for this cast. It is a good one. Vicky Gumbelson, Gretchen Rossi, Brandy Glanville, Camille Grammer, Phaedra Ooh. Parks, Eva, Eva Marcel, Alex McCord, and Caroline Manzo will all be together in Morocco. Bring it to me right now. <laughs> like, Alex McCord, you guys? I have been wanting Alex McCord back for years. Why Ultimate Girls Trip? I don't know, but I'm in. I'm in. I, I cannot wait. It is going to be so good. Yes. Um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. They haven't revealed when it starts filming, but it'll be underway pretty soon based on Caroline's social media posts. She wrote, see you soon, ladies. And we've been waiting for Caroline. We've been waiting for Alex. Interesting though, that they are bringing back already some housewives that have already appeared on ultimate girl's trip though yeah. i'm glad vicky i i am glad vicky is getting a redo because during the last ultimate girl's trip she just wasn't herself because no. she broke up with her boyfriend like two days before they started filming yeah but uh camille's back gretchen i'm like, into camille and i would i hope that this is a test to see if camille can come back to beverly hills full time because mm -hmm. i'm into that too I'm so into that. And Brandy, you know, that'll be good. Brandy and Camille together. That will be really good. Yeah, it's just yeah. a great cast. I'm really excited yeah, for this yeah. one. I feel like a lot of people don't watch Ultimate Girls Trip as much as the other housewives because it's on Peacock. But my yeah. sister actually texted. She's a little late to the game last night and said, have you guys seen Ultimate Girls Trip? It's amazing. So, I mean, I feel like it is worth a watch. I mean, it's such an interesting dynamic to see the different housewives from the different cities. So tell us in the comments if, if you'll be watching season four. All right. Well, Andy Cohen has reacted to the news of Lisa Rinna departing from Beverly Hills as well. So on a serious XM show, he said, first, you've got to give props to Lisa Rinna for being eight years uh, you know, on the show. I was surprised when she said it was the longest job she's ever had, but then I wasn't because eight years on the series for an actor. I mean, she's a working actor. She's been an actor. Usually you don't get a part in a show that goes for eight years. So this is a reality show. And that's a testament of how compelling Lisa Rinna is to watch on television um, that she went on for eight years. He further said, I really do hope that she's on a pause. I hope she will come back. I really do. I've talked to Tamara Judge about this a lot. Tamara ultimately said to me before she came back to this, she said, you know what? My time away from the show kind of helped me as a person. And she said, I think it was actually really positive to leave and get some air and step back. So I just hope that Lisa will humor us and comes back. So this much sounds like this was Lisa's decision, even though she said it was mutual. 
It does sound like, uh, yeah, because usually Andy will be pretty blunt about yeah. something and be like, you know, this was both of our decision. We decided to part ways and, you know, maybe they did offer her some sort of contract and maybe she felt like I need to step back. I got a lot of social media hate the last yeah. time and maybe just for her mental health. She was like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. And I agree. I, I think a pause, like, I hate saying the word pause now because we say it so much. I know. But I think a pause may be good for her. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Dorinda, I mean, Dorinda has said time and time again that the pause was good for her, that she was able to reevaluate some things in her life after she went through, you know, um, her last season on New York, she was going through a lot of personal things. And so did Lisa with her mom dying and things like that. So maybe she just needs to take a step back and take a couple seasons off and come back for an ultimate girl's trip and then be back on Beverly Hills. <laughs> I also wouldn't mind a spinoff of Lisa and Harry and their daughters, like a reality show. I don't know if they do it, but I mean, they are kind of like the Kardashians in that, you know, she's a bit of a momager and they both have modeling careers. Very successful. Um, He's an actor. Yeah, I I totally agree. And maybe something like that is in the works. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, there's so many networks now. Who knows? I'm sure I forgot. (laughs) Seriously. Um, Well, Andy is also reacting to the news of Jen Shaw being sentenced for six and a half years. And after pleading guilty to conspiracy to commit wire fraud, he said during his uh, radio show, listen, any old person or anyone who just doesn't really understand what's going on with the Internet or how many scams are going on, people are susceptible to stuff like this. If you read the victim impact report, it was was pretty stunning. Of course, uh, she was sentenced to 78 months in prison with five years of supervised release on, on January 6th. Uh, Judge Sidney Stein ordered her to report to prison on February 17th, and he hopes to speak with Jen before she reports to federal prison in um, February. He said, I'm hoping to go talk to Jen this weekend. I'm hopeful that I can do that, sit down with her in front of some cameras and deliver that to you. I'm really hoping to do that. He added that he initially thought that Jen would be able to get out um, after just a few years. However, he was surprised to learn that the sentence um, that since she she was sentenced at her federal level, she must serve at least 85 percent of her prison term, admitting it'll be a big loss for the show. Yeah, it will be a big loss for the show, but uh, not surprised that she's going to be spending that much time in prison. I do hope that he does do this sit down because I think that there's still a lot of unanswered questions for fans that watched the season and watched her maintain her innocence throughout, you know, pretty much until the last episode when she changed her plea to guilty. So, yeah, there's a lot of questions there. Yeah, I mean, I think that she can ask Andy and Bravo for a lot of money to do this sit down. Um kind of balls in her court right now. So maybe she'll get a lot of money right before she goes in. She can leave that to her kid. Not that she's like leaving forever, but you know, leave it for him to go to college, medical school, all of that. Um, But yeah, or pay back some of the victims. Yeah, no, she's got a lot of money to pay back. She's got, you know, over, you know, $5 million that she needs to pay back to these victims and rightfully so. And so, but it'll be interesting to see, I mean, you know, 85% of her sentence, she'll at least be spending, you know, five years in prison. So wonder, I mean, I'm sure she's going to have a lot of time to write that book uh, during her prison stay. So I'm sure she'll make some moves when she gets out. That means she has to have good conduct during the stay, right? For her to get released early. And I, yes. I worry a little bit about Jen Shah's conduct. <laughs> I do too. It'll be very interesting. Yeah. But it is a big loss for the show. And, you know, you yeah. got you kind of got to wonder where Salt Lake City goes from here. So much of the show centered around Jen. And, um, you know, I, some of the sub stories aren't as interesting. So I wonder yeah. what they'll kind of do for next season. So, But I'm sure there's a lot of interesting characters in Salt Lake City. I'm sure. <laughs> 
This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, well, let's move on to this week's Real Talk. And we recently caught up with Miss Kenya Moore, who is busy filming The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And she gave us a little tease of what's been going down. Take a look. I know you can't tell me too much, but what has um, filming been like for Housewives so far? I know you guys are, you know, just getting started, but what's it been like? It's been a surprise. Like I, I, day one, again, we were shots fired, you know, day one shots fired. Like what is happening? Why are people arguing? Who has been, we've just, we had one week into production and there were arguments and explosions going off. I'm like, Hey, am I back in special forces right now? (laughs) I mean, I thought this was housewives. So it kind of was like the world's collided for a moment. I didn't know where I was. Yeah. I know that there's been some rumors that something goes down with you and Sheree's new man. Can you tease anything? Well, honey, this, the, uh, well, let me tell you this. The shade assassin had to, uh, had to come alive <laughs> and put some people in their place. So yeah, there's some truth to those rumors. <laughs> I love it. Did anything change with you and Marlo after the reunion? I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Kendra, you're my favorite. Um, 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 what did you think of Portia's wedding? I didn't see her wedding. Um, I know it was just a few days ago. Um, I thought she looked beautiful. I saw a picture of her in a red dress. She looked absolutely stunning. So, yeah. Yeah. Happy for her? Yeah, if she's happy, I'm happy. You know, if, the, if everyone's happy, then I, I, what do I have to say about it? The Atlanta ladies do not disappoint. And to find out that, you know, just one week into filming, there are already fights and arguments. I'm sure it'll be a good season. Definitely. All right. Well, let's get into uh, recapping this week's episodes in Salt Lake City, our big finale. And, you know, we we like we were saying before, we see Jen Shaw changing her plea to guilty and the girls kind of reacting to this. It was, uh, you know, that's a big deal. Yeah, huge deal. Um, I was surprised Meredith and Heather flew to New York for this. I was wondering if Bravo paid for that because I was like, really? <laughs> um, but yeah, huge deal. Uh, you know, I wanted to see more of it. I wanted to hear from Jen, but obviously we couldn't probably because of legal reasons. Um, but she did say at some point during the episode, I wish I could say what I really want to say to fans. Yeah. Uh, and I wish she could too. And hopefully if she sits down with Andy now, she can do that. 
Definitely. Um, well, rewinding to the beginning of the episode, we see Heather getting ready to uh, or, or release the book cover for yeah. her Bad Mormon. <laughs> I love some of the, one of the ladies said, you know, we're at a book release party with no book. Yeah. Um, it's I mean, like, it's good timing for Heather because it is coming out now. So she really did time that well in terms of when it's airing. But yeah, it was kind of ridiculous that she had a book party when there was no book yet. No book. Um, but you have read a good chunk of that book. I have read the book. Um, yeah. I don't want to spoil anything, yeah. but it is a good read. You know, we get some insight into, you know, uh, you know what it was like growing up for her as yeah. a Mormon and how she kind of changed her views a little bit and a little bit into housewives. So there's definitely a lot there and you're going to learn a lot about Heather and you may or may not figure out who gave her the black eye. <laughs> well, we'll leave it at that. More into that in next week's episode. Yes. Um, we also see Angie is giving another apology to Jen Shaw and her and Coach Shaw for the book mm-hmm. for the fake Instagram that they had created. Um, I mean, let's move on now, right? Like this Instagram story isn't that interesting. We've talked about it all season. It's not that interesting, but it is interesting to me that she was very quick to forgive her. Yeah. And you know, once she gave the apology, that she they were pretty quick to move on. When Jenna seemed to like hold some grudges in the past, but I guess you know she's like, I got bigger things to yeah, worry about. Much bigger fish to fry. Yeah, much bigger fish to fry. Yeah. You know what? I it's been going around on social media, and I don't know if you remember this, but from the trailer of the beginning of the season, do you remember Dana and Jen Shaw getting into this huge fight? We never saw it this season. I hate when they do that. I hate when they put the trailers and, you know, teases and we never see the moment. I wonder if there's a reason they didn't air it. Maybe. But it's like, don't don't give me these things in these trailers and leave it on the cutting room floor. So that was kind of disappointing. And I saw some things going around about that. So I don't know. Um, But yeah, so. Um, then we had like the theory on the black eye and that never got resolved, which is really frustrating. Really frustrating. I hope we find out either in her book or at the reunion. Um, then we have Angie K kind of making some last minute drama in the season finale of the show, questioning Jen's suicide attempts, questioning, um, whether or not Heather and Jen hooked up with each other. And that's how the black eye, I'm just kind of like, are you just trying to stay relevant girl? Like in the last, last episode, you're trying to get a spot in next season. I, that's what I feel like a hundred percent. And you know, I'm not taking Jen Shaw aside in anything, but she and Angie are friends for a really long time going back, you know, well before housewives started and like, she's your friend. Why are you kind of trying to like, obviously you're just trying to benefit yourself and stay on the show, but I don't know. It looks a little desperate. Yeah. All right. Well, stay tuned for the reunion, but the season has, has wrapped. It has. It has. Well, Potomac is still going strong. Yeah. What did you think about uh, this week's episode? Um, they don't disappoint. I think Potomac is the queens of one-liners. Like, oh my God, they are yeah, so good. They make me laugh out loud. <laughs> and I don't know if they're kidding or not, but um, well, it was Mia's comment. Keep your lo- legs close to married men. I love that. I love uh, it. I love it. There was something else the, the, um, when Giselle at the end where she was like, I can't believe I'm watching this geriatric fight happen. Like, <laughs> they don't hold back. They have the best one-liners. Um, but yeah, getting into that fight with Jacqueline and Mia, that was pretty explosive. I did kind of feel bad for Jacqueline. Like, I feel like she was actually really upset that their friendship was clearly going down the drain. Their very long friendship. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think about that? 
Yeah, I feel really bad. I mean, she said, like, this is like 30 years of friendship and you're like calling me out on camera. It's clearly Mia brought her into this world and, you know, she's just really creating drama. And, you know, even Candace, who had problems with Jacqueline um, in earlier episodes, she's like, hug your sister. Like, this is not worth it. This is not worth the fight. I feel like this will kind of blow over. I think they'll be okay, But definitely a weird thing to say to one of your really close friends. And I don't know, maybe it struck a chord. Maybe it's true. I don't know. But Yeah. um, yeah, it definitely it was kind of sad to see because they're they obviously have a friendship and a sisterhood and didn't need to go down like that but uh the Sharice and Karen fight was something else I feel like this like these are two like OGs going at it and yeah. I love to see it yeah should be continued on that one I can't wait yeah. to see it. <laughs> but Karen uh, with the one-liners too Karen's like Sharice we haven't talked about you or thought about you in years I was like yeah. oh damn not holding back um <laughs> We get a little bit more information about Robin's small wedding. I mean, I think it's ridiculous that she's worried about planning it when it's only the four of them. I'm like, just make a reservation at a restaurant and go to City Hall. Like, what are you planning? Why are you getting like custom suits for four people? I would like just pick out something in your closet. Like, yeah. you just go out for a nice dinner. Like, it's not that big. Like, I guess she doesn't want to put a lot of, you know, effort. Like, she doesn't want to make this a big thing because they were married before and things like that. But, you know, it's not this. It's not huge, I guess. Oh, city Hall. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, and then Ashley saying that she, I mean, obviously this was filmed forever ago and she's moved on, but at the time that she and Michael were holding hands, they were still in this weird transition phase from, you know, divorce to, you know, figuring out how to co-parent. And, you know, obviously she still had feelings for him but at that point. Girl, do not hold his hand. Do not hold his hand. No. You know what? No where those hands have been. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, we know that she, she and Luke have moved on, sadly, but I'm excited yeah. for single Ashley next season. I am excited for single Ashley. Yeah. She basically said that she and Luke didn't make it because of her relationship with Michael. And uh, she said it on Watch What Happens Live that, you know, the co-parenting is getting complicated. It didn't seem like Michael really liked having somebody else in the mix, which is kind of disappointing because it's not his decision. It's hers. So, and he wanted people in the mix in their bedroom. So now that she's single, she can have whoever the hell she wants in the mix. Yeah. I hope like, I hope that really wasn't like the full reason. Maybe there was something else. Cause I would hate for him to be dictating who she's dating and who she can't date. So. I would hate that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move into our social spotlight of the week. Who caught your attention on social media? Uh, Bethany Frankel. She posted a montage of photos of her and Kyle Richards. It was uh, Kyle Richards' birthday this week. She said, to think that I've known you more than 25 years is beautiful and nauseating at the same time. And she did a little tribute to her. Um, but some of these photos were great. Like this old yeah. one of Mauricio and Kyle. Really amazing photos. And I, I always forget that they were friends. I, I I honestly didn't even realize that they were that close to friends for that many years. It's so yeah. funny. Like these old school photos are just fantastic. It really is so great. So yeah. hopefully she had a nice birthday. Um, mine went to, you know, Lisa Renna. She posted this screenshot from uh, Beverly Hills saying we had a good run. Love you. See you soon. Uh, of course, she got a lot of responses from Erica Jane says, greatest of all time. Love you, Lisa. Dorinda said, say it isn't so. Um, Ramona says, you are the best, iconic in so many ways. So a lot of people had some comments and a lot of people were surprised by her leaving. Not so surprised, you know, end of an era, things like that. So, um, yeah, it was, you know, it's, it's, it definitely is an end of an era. It, it is. It really is. And I think she'll be back. She says, see you soon. So maybe that means something. 
Yes. Or your idea that they're having a new um, Rena and Harry Hamlin reality show. We'll have to wait and see. I'm in. I'll watch. all right well that is it for this week's episode of getting real with the housewives if you want some more housewives news head on over to smagazine.com if you want to listen to the full interview with kenya moore listen to our getting real with the housewives podcast we've got you covered on all different landscapes um but make sure you keep commenting keep subscribing and we'll see you guys next week